Hello, welcome to the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset Podcast, where it is all about helping amazing physicians just like you create a wealthy life free from burnout and with the financial security to practice medicine on your own terms. I'm your host, Dr. Elisa Zhang. If you missed the Learn Your Number for Financial Freedom workshop last month, I've got some good news for you. I'm doing the workshop again on Saturday, February 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. In the workshop, you'll learn how to calculate how much assets you need to achieve financial freedom. People who attended the workshop found it valuable and others missed it who wanted to join. I did not record the workshop because it's meant to be a workshop and not a lecture. During the workshop, you can ask questions openly or anonymously. We can go over your specific situation. For entry to the workshop, email proof of purchase of the book Made for More, Physician Entrepreneurs Who Live Life and Practice Medicine on Their Own Terms to WealthyMindsetCoaching at gmail.com. You can also go to www.GrowYourWealthyMindset.com backslash workshop for more details. I hope to see you there. And now for our regularly scheduled podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset podcast. Today's subject is IRAs, and I'm also going to talk about the backdoor Roth IRA. An IRA is an individual retirement account that allows you to set aside money for retirement as long as you have earned income. Even children who work can contribute to an IRA. IRAs, like most retirement accounts, come in two flavors, traditional and Roth. With a traditional IRA, the money goes in pre-tax, meaning that you can take a tax deduction on any contributions you make to a traditional IRA. The investment within the traditional IRA grows tax-free. However, the government eventually wants to be paid. So when you get to the point that you're in retirement and withdrawing money from a traditional IRA account, the taxes are due at your standard income tax rate. There's also a required minimum distribution so that once you reach age 73, you actually have to start withdrawing so that you start paying taxes on the money in your traditional IRA, even if you don't actually need the money. The amount you have to withdraw is calculated for each account by dividing the prior December 31st balance at that traditional IRA account by a life expectancy factor that the IRS publishes in tables in publication 590-B distributions from individual retirement accounts. If you withdraw from the account before age 59 and a half, not only do you have to pay taxes on the money withdrawn, but there's also an additional 10% penalty as well. There are specific reasons that you can withdraw from your traditional IRA without paying that 10% penalty, but in general, that penalty does apply if you just take money from a traditional IRA early. The Roth IRA was introduced by Senator Roth and created by the Tax Relief Act of 1997. In contrast, the Roth 401k wasn't actually available until 2006. With a Roth IRA, the money's going in post-tax, so you don't take a tax deduction on the contribution to a Roth IRA. Like a traditional IRA, the investments in the Roth IRA grows tax-free. And since you already pay taxes on the money you put into the Roth IRA, when you withdraw from the account, then that money is actually tax-free without penalty as long as it's taken out after age 59 and a half. Withdrawals must also be taken out after a five-year holding period from the first contribution. But hopefully you're making that first contribution before you're 54 years old so that all you have to remember is that 59 and a half age limitation to taking the money out of your Roth IRA. In 2022, the maximum contribution for traditional Roth IRA was $6,000 if you are under the age of 50 and $7,000 if you're age 50 or older. 
The contribution limit was increased in 2023 by $500. So now it's $6,500 for those under age 50 and $7,500 for those age 50 and older. There are other advantages to the Roth IRA. Because you've already been taxed on the money contributed to a Roth IRA, the IRS actually allows more flexibility to the money in those accounts. When you contribute to your Roth IRA, the money gets identified as contributions and earnings. You can withdraw your Roth IRA contributions at any time for any reason without tax or penalties because you've already paid tax on that money. It's the earnings portion of the account where you have to wait until you're age 59 and a half and that five-year holding period. But even then, there are several exceptions. If you are under age 59 and a half, you can withdraw from your Roth IRA without penalty or paying taxes if you become totally or permanently disabled or if you inherit a Roth IRA as a beneficiary. You can also potentially take out up to $10,000 for your first home purchase or the first home purchase of your child or grandchild. These are considered qualified distributions. There are also non-qualified distributions which allow you to withdraw from your Roth IRA without the 10% penalty, but you would actually still pay ordinary income tax. And again, that tax is on the earnings, not on the contribution. You can withdraw without the 10% penalty if you have unreimbursed medical expenses that are more than 7.5% of your AGI or adjusted gross income. For that year. If you lose your job, you can withdraw up to the cost of your medical insurance premiums that you paid for that year during your period of unemployment, penalty-free. You can also make withdrawals without penalty to pay for qualified higher education expenses, qualified disaster recovery, and qualified reinvestment distributions. If you have an IRS levy, then you can also withdraw and avoid that 10% penalty. There are no required minimum distributions for Roth IRAs during your lifetime. So if you don't need the money, you can actually allow it to stay in the account and let it grow tax-free. And then if you die, your beneficiaries are able to withdraw that money without paying taxes as well. The Roth IRA has another caveat, and that is that there is an income limit to contribute directly to a Roth IRA. That's why you may have heard of the backdoor Roth IRA. If you file taxes as a single person, your modified adjusted gross income must be under $144,000 for tax year 2022 and $153,000 for tax year 2023 to contribute to a Roth IRA. If you're married and filing jointly, then your combined income with your spouse must be under $214,000 for tax year 2022 and $228,000 for tax year 2023 in order to actually contribute to a Roth IRA directly. The backdoor Roth IRA is a strategy to contribute to a Roth IRA for those people who have incomes that prevent them from directly contributing to the Roth IRA. It's best used by someone who doesn't have assets in a traditional IRA where they actually took the tax deduction on the contributions to that traditional IRA. This means that if you've been contributing to a traditional IRA and taking tax deductions when you file your taxes on the money that was contributed, or if you rolled over a traditional 401k or 403b into a traditional IRA when you left a previous job, then you may want to think twice before doing a Roth conversion. For now, let's assume that you don't have any traditional IRAs, or if you do, the account balance in those accounts are zero. There is no income cap for contributing to a traditional IRA. 
There's also currently no income limit that restricts who can convert a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA. With a backdoor Roth IRA strategy, you contribute to a traditional IRA and then convert the traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. When you file taxes, you do not claim a tax deduction for the money put in the traditional IRA that you converted to the Roth IRA, so the money that you've put into your Roth IRA through the conversion is actually post-tax money. Since most people doing the backdoor Roth IRA strategy can't actually tax deduct the money they're putting into a traditional IRA, then it's all post-tax money anyways. Essentially, you're contributing after-tax contributions that were put into your traditional IRA and then moving it to a Roth IRA, so you're not actually taxed on that movement of money. Here's what doing a backdoor Roth IRA looks like step-by-step. Step one, open a traditional IRA at somewhere like Vanguard. You can do this online easily. Step two, fund the traditional IRA with cash and leave it in cash. Step three, open a Roth IRA at the same brokerage firm, in this example, Vanguard. Then wait a business day or two before you do step four, which is convert the funds in the traditional IRA to the Roth IRA doing what's called a Roth conversion. When you do that conversion, the website may say something like, this is a taxable event, which is sort of true, it is taxable, but you're putting money that's already been taxed into your traditional IRA, so you're not gonna pay additional taxes by moving it to the Roth IRA. And then step five, now you can go ahead and invest the money that you've now put into that Roth IRA. Step six, you'll do months later, depending on when you do this backdoor Roth IRA conversion, but you want to make sure that IRS tax form 8606 is filled out correctly the next time you file taxes. There are a lot of accountants who will screw this up, so make sure to double-check this work. If it's not done right, you may pay taxes twice on that backdoor Roth IRA conversion, which is something you don't want to do. So why is the backdoor Roth IRA so highly recommended? Tax deductions on contributions for traditional IRAs is limited if you and your spouse is covered by a retirement plan or your income exceeds certain limits. If you are single and your modified AGI or adjusted gross income is above $83,000 in 2023 and $78,000 in 2022, and you have a retirement plan at work, you cannot take the deduction on contributions to your traditional IRA. If you're married filing jointly and you have a retirement plan at work, the income limit is $136,000 for 2023 and $129,000 for 2022. If you don't have a retirement plan at work, but your spouse does, then you can take the deduction on a traditional IRA contribution if your income is $218,000 or less in 2023 and $214,000 or less in 2022. And you can still take a partial deduction if your income is between $218,000 and $228,000 in 2023 or between $204,000 and $214,000 in 2022. But if your income is above 228000 in 2023 or 214000 in 2022, you are not able to take a tax deduction on any contribution to a traditional IRA. Since most physicians will have incomes that exceed the limits for getting a tax deduction for contributions to traditional IRAs, it makes sense to do the Roth IRA 
conversion for any of those contributions because you've already paid taxes on that money. You're already putting post-tax money into the traditional IRA. You might as well put it into a Roth IRA so that when you withdraw the money from the Roth IRA, you don't have to pay taxes again. Whereas if you leave it in the traditional IRA, you would pay taxes on withdrawal. And remember, Roth IRAs also don't have that required minimum distribution, which is another advantage of those accounts. If your income limit is such that you can't actually tax and deduct what you put into a traditional IRA, there's really no advantage in keeping that money in a traditional IRA versus moving it and doing the Roth IRA conversion. So what if you do have a traditional IRA with contributions that were deducted from your income? Then if you do a Roth conversion, you would owe taxes on any portion of the conversion where the contributions were deducted for your income. This is the pro rata rule. Those taxes would be at your ordinary income tax rate, which for physicians is likely 24 to 37%. It also makes doing the backdoor Roth IRA conversion much more messy when it comes to filing your taxes. If you don't have a significant amount of pre-tax contribution in a traditional IRA, and by significant, this somewhat depends on your own personal situation, but I would say anything less than ten dollars or $20,000 is probably not something that's so significant then doing a Roth IRA conversion on that amount is reasonable so that you can use the backdoor Roth IRA strategy for future years. If you do have a significant amount of contributions to a traditional IRA, which was deducted from your income, which is usually from rolling over a 401k or 403b from a prior employer to a traditional IRA, then you may want to talk to a good fee-based financial planner about what would be best for your personal situation. If you are in a lower tax bracket temporarily, it may be a good time to do a Roth conversion. For example, if you took a long sabbatical from working such that your income bracket is lower than it will be in the future, then you may want to do a Roth conversion on money in pre-tax retirement accounts. Let's say that you're single and you took nine months off between jobs in 2022. You generally earn $500,000 a year, but in 2022, you only earned $125,000. At $500,000, you are at the 35% tax bracket, but at $125,000, you're down to the 24% tax bracket. While you're being taxed at 24%, you may actually want to convert up to $45,000 of pre-tax retirement money to post-tax retirement money, where you pay 24% on those taxes rather than paying 35%. The reason it's $45,000 is that you don't want to convert so much that it puts you into the next higher tax bracket of 32% because what you convert essentially counts as part of your income when determining your tax bracket. If you do a conversion of a Roth IRA at age 50, you can withdraw the principal tax and penalty-free starting age 55 rather than at age 59 and a half, which can actually be a way that you can have income for things like living expenses if you retire early. If you do a Roth conversion at age 58, then you still have access to the principal and earnings tax and penalty free at age 59 and a half. So it's five years after the conversion or age 59 and a half, whichever comes first. IRA contributions for a given tax year must take place between January 1st of that tax year and April 15th of the following tax year. It's April 15th, even if you file an extension on your taxes. I personally find it easier to make the contribution and do the conversion in the tax year instead of waiting to the following year to avoid confusion on which tax year the contribution is for. 
That being said, if you haven't done your 2022 contribution, you still have until April 15th of this year to do it. If your spouse doesn't work so that they don't have earned income, you can still contribute to their IRA or their Roth IRA account using the backdoor Roth IRA strategy. If your children have earned income, they can likely contribute to a Roth IRA directly. Most children earn so little that they don't actually have to pay any income taxes on what they earn, but it's still considered post-tax money. So they can contribute to the Roth IRA with the money that they didn't have to pay taxes on, and they'll never have to pay taxes on that money again if they wait until they're 59 and a half to withdraw it. You can actually let your child have the money and spend it while you actually contribute the amount of earned income they made into their Roth IRA. To summarize, IRAs are tax-advantaged accounts that allow you to save and invest for retirement. Most physicians will have an income such that their contribution to a traditional IRA is not tax-deductible, and they are unable to contribute directly to a Roth IRA due to the income limits put on Roth IRAs. Using the backdoor Roth IRA strategy allows contribution to a Roth IRA, which has advantages of tax-free growth of investments within the account. There are also other advantages with a Roth IRA compared to a traditional IRA, including the ability to take out contributions without penalty. If you're not using the backdoor Roth IRA strategy and you don't have a traditional IRA, then I really encourage you to start today. There has been talk since 2021 about the backdoor closing, but as of now, it is still open and available. I hope this episode has been helpful. I know it's been a lot of information. There's probably even still some more information I didn't include, like getting more specific into the pro rata rule. But I wanted to just go ahead and cover this subject, which is really a great vehicle and not always so well understood. As always, thanks for listening. And I'll be back next week to bring you more information to help you with growing your wealth. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could share it with your friends and colleagues. And now for the disclaimer. I am not a certified financial planner, accountant, or attorney, and nothing I say should be construed as professional investment, tax, or legal advice. This show is primarily for your education and entertainment. I am a physician, but I'm probably not your physician. So if you need any medical advice, please contact your own physician. Thank you.